seems like, to me at least, um, there's been more open guys that you've missed this year than in previous years. What, what do you see from that standpoint, and any any thoughts about that? Yeah, I mean, there's always, you know, shoot, every game you come back, watch the tape, and there's um, plays you missed, whether you missed the throw or didn't see them um, and went somewhere else with the football, and, and that always happens. Um, obviously, you want to get, get some of that fixed. You know, you know, you want to be on top of that stuff, but um, that stuff happens within each game, and it's just stuff I got to keep learning from. On Monday, Doug said that his message to you is maybe um, let the offense work for you and let the offense come to you. How do you internalize that? This is something we've talked about before. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it, it kind of just speaks for itself and not trying to do too much, trying to just, um, you know, stay stay ahead of the chains, be efficient on first and second down. And, and you know, no, like I said, don't try and do too much and, and trust the guys around me. And, um, you know, I feel like I've done that, you know, well at times. I feel like sometimes, you know, you try and be greedy, you try and make plays, you try and force the ball, um, and that stuff happens. But, you know, just trusting what coaches are saying and uh, we'll be just fine. Do you feel like you are pressing later in the games when, when it's on the line? Uh, I mean, you kind of have to uh, when, when you're when you're down and you're um, you got to have a two minute drive or something like that. But um, pressing is maybe not the right word. Um, you know, we have a lot of trust, a lot of confidence that we can um, get it done. Uh, unfortunately, we haven't uh, in, in late situations like that this year. But um, you know, that's something that we we work on in the spring and training camp um, throughout the year is just that two minute offense. And, and we have a lot of trust, a lot of faith that we're going to be able to execute that at a high level. Carson, you guys overcame adversity to win the Super Bowl two years ago, overcame adversity last year with a four and six start to make the playoffs. How can those experiences with really the leaders of this team help you guys now in this situation, you know, make a playoff run? Yeah, I mean First of all, understanding adversity, going through it always, you know, it always makes you stronger and you can learn from it and grow from it. I also say that every season is different. Every season has its own case. You know, each example that you just spoke on is, is drastically different. Um, and this year's its own season as well. But um, I think just the leadership and guys that have been through adversity, whether it's um, in their life or within their career, or, you know, especially within this organization, we've been through it together, um, are able to kind of pull the, some of the younger guys, the newer guys along and just say, hey, keep trusting it, keep trusting it, keep going after it every day. Um, and I think leadership's done a good job of that. After the game, you see most hard on yourself about the fumble in particular, and, and it's it's something that's that's come up a, a few times this year. What have you seen in terms of the fumbles? Are, are they case by case, or, is there, are, they, are they correct? Um, that's a good question. I mean, I think they're case by case a little bit. Um, and it's always something, you know, you come back, okay, I could have got rid of the ball there or I should have just ate the sack or, or whatever. Um, but, you know, it's something that I can just always keep learning from and know, uh, you know, when to just eat it and take the sack, when to make the plays. And that's, like I've said before, always the, the fine line with, with kind of how I play this game is uh, knowing, you know, when, when to say enough's enough and when to try and make a play. And I'll be, I'll be walking that, that fine line my whole career. On that, on that fumble against the Patriots, what was that one? I uh, would have loved to get rid of the ball. Um, would have loved to get rid of the ball, and you know, I mean, the pocket was collapsing. And I, first of all, I got to tighten it up. You know, I, I can't let it let it slip out like that and, and put our defense in a bad situation like that. So uh, I got to own that one. Carson, your, uh, your respect for Russell Wilson really kind of shines through. Where, where does that come from? Um, you know, I, I was actually a big NC State fan when I was a kid. Uh, I was born in Raleigh, so you know, my dad and everyone kind of uh, raised us as Wolfpack fans. So when he came through there, uh, you know, rooted hard for him. You know, loved watching him play as a competitor, as a guy. Um, now getting to compete against him and with him on the field is pretty cool. Um, but just a lot of respect for how he carries himself, how he plays the game. Um, you know, he's a playmaker out there, and he's fun to watch. Did you remember, I guess, early high school uh, when he was going through NC State. Uh, yeah, I think that'd be right. Yep. Any any uh, games or uh, stand out from, from 
Uh, not really. Um, in particular, I just remember when he was at Wisconsin with that late Hail Mary, um, which I was obviously still rooting for the Wolfpack at that time. But he was uh, at Wisconsin. I just remember that year with you know some of those plays he made that uh, his final season at Wisconsin. Did that influence the way that you played the game at all, uh, watching him growing up? Um, that's a good question. I think, you know, just watching him as a player and his ability to create, I think, was something that I really admired um, and his athleticism um, and something that I tried to, you know, implement in my game a little bit. Um, but at the same time, we're different players. You know, he's, you know, way quicker than I am, way faster than I am. But uh, a lot of respect for how he can improvise and make plays. Carson, after the team is hosting a high school football game today for those kids from Camden and Pleasantville that uh, went through that traumatic experience uh, last Friday. How proud are you of the organization that they're doing that for these kids? That went through that situation last Friday. Yeah, uh, very tough situation. You know, it's a, it's a tragedy in itself, and um, it's it's really unfortunate that it happened in a public setting the way it did at a football game. You know, it's Friday Night Lights. It's something that, you know, kids just dream about playing in. It's something that I'll cherish for the rest of my life is playing Friday Night Lights. Um, and, and when a tragedy like that happens, it's it's no fun. It, you hate to see it. Uh, you pray for, for the families and everyone involved. But it, like you said, I mean, it's really cool to see the organization um, step out and reach out um, to try and make a difference. You know, it might not um, undo what's happened, but just try and bring some joy and get all those families to just keep moving forward. Um, and so it's cool that the organization is able to do that, you know, on a consistent basis when those types of things happen. The last time that, uh, the last time that uh, you guys played the Seahawks, uh, Nelson had one of his uh, better games of his career. I don't know if you guys have watched the, the film of that game this week. Um, but what, what have your conversations been with him? He's clearly um, struggling in some regards. and. and how you try to talk him up? Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of confidence, and I've said it before, uh, a lot of confidence in Nelson. Um, you know, just first of all, how hard he works, uh, how bad he wants to be great. Um, you know, we all, we all, you know, leave plays out there. Um, I thought he played a good game. I thought he played a good game against New England. Um, he put a lot of wins on tape, you know, whether he, you know, had uh, had the ball coming his way or not. So, um, you know, I have a lot of trust in him, and I'll, I'll keep finding him when it's there. Carson, you mentioned a couple of times about how uh, you might not have been on the same page, even the receivers might not have been on the same page a couple of times. So what, what have you guys done to address that? And are you pretty confident that that's not going to repeat these last six Yeah, days? I mean, it, it's a bummer, obviously, to, to try and correct it in hindsight. You know, those are some things that you want to get corrected in practice. And it's something that um, we, we've definitely already talked through, shoot, after the play even on the sideline. And um, just making sure we're all on the same page and how we're seeing coverages and what we're seeing out there. And uh, a lot of confidence going forward that that stuff won't happen. Carson, what have you seen from that uh, sorry, Seattle defense? A lot of changes in the secondary over the years, but yeah. Um, schematically very similar. Um, they'll mix it up a little bit more than they have in the past coverage-wise. Um, you know, obviously the secondary's got a, a big kind of turnover there, um, but their front seven is still extremely talented. You know, they, they play fast. Um, they play disciplined. You know, that's something that you see a lot on tape is just how disciplined they are and, and staying, maintaining their gaps, maintaining their zones and, and their zone drops and coverage and everything. So uh, they play fast, and, you know, we got to work it out once again. We'll come back to you later. Has it been difficult adjusting to all like the different skill position players you've had the last few weeks? I mean, you know, no, no Deshaun, no Alshon, Jordan Howard's out, Jay Jai's coming in, Jordan Matthews and everything. I mean, what has that been like? 
Yeah, I mean, it can definitely be tough, but I think it's it's something that, you know, I have a lot of confidence in and trust with those guys, whether it's um, out in practice last week or whether it's in years prior, you know, with some of those guys. And, um, you know, just trying to get as many reps as you can uh, out on the field with those guys when they are here and then, you know, talking through it um, in the film room and everything. So I have a lot of confidence um, in our chemistry and everything going on out there that, you know, it'll be at a high level on Sunday. I would guess if they move Kalani around a lot, it's hard to really devise a blocking plan specifically for him. How do you, from your perspective, how do you handle that? How do you, do you take yeah. special note of him every um, shoot, it seems like every almost every other week we're talking about a premier pass rusher in here, um, and, and Clowney is definitely one of them. You know, I think he's um, a guy that we highly respect, um, but at the same time we don't fear kind of anybody. That's kind of our mindset. Um, so we're aware of him. We're aware of him, and um, you know we'll have a we'll have a plan. You know, for when he kind of moves around and what he wants to do. But um, you know, we have a lot of respect for him. But at the same time, we have a lot of trust and confidence in our guys to to get it done up front. Zach's obviously. Uh go-to guy for you on third down. Looked like Sunday they made a concerted effort on third down to take him away, using Gilmore a lot on him. Uh, did that kind of complicate matters for you? Um, you know, New England did a good job, you know, trying to take him away. I thought, you know, Zach still did a great job, even even when it was Gilmore or there was a couple double teams he was able to, to still get open. And, um, you know, that was kind of New England's MO. And, um, you know, kind of every week uh, there's a different plan on third down for, that each team's presenting, and that was kind of their MO. So we'll have to, you know, go figure out what Seattle wants to do to uh, to stop us on third down as well. I understand each season is different, um, but this is the point last year when you had just gotten back from New Orleans. How do you feel big picture about where the team is this year relative to the same time last year? Yeah, um, I mean, not to sound like a broken record, but it's, it's just a new season. You know, at the end of the day, it's 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 a different season. It's a different team. You know, we have a lot of the same leaders and everything, but, um, you know, you think back to that and you realize kind of the adversity we faced and, and how we overcame it, and it's it's kind of the same same mindset. You know, forget about what's behind us. You know, we're 5-5. Five and five. It's, it's a new season. You know, we got six games left. Um, you know, hopefully we can go on a run, and, but it starts this week uh, to go 1-0. and oh. That's always our goal, and, um, you know, I, I have confidence that, uh, you know, guys are going to you know, learn from their mistakes and grow from it. How, how much does uh, them not playing as much cover three this season have to do with just Earl Thomas not being there anymore? Um, that's a good question. I think it's just kind of their the kind of evolution of their defense. I think also, you know, I think you know over time, you know, teams start to kind of figure out what works against you know that that scheme. So you know, they're going to mix it up and do some things differently. And um, you could say maybe part of it is because of Earl's not there, but um, it's, it's hard to say that. But I think they do good. They do a, a good job of mixing it up and, and creating you know different coverages. How do you find the right balance between holding out to the ball, trying to make a play down the field, and you know, risking taking a sack and holding it too long. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's something that, um, like I, I kind of like I already said, is just it's a fine line that that I'll always be walking. Uh, you know, for my career, but I think it's um, something on first, second down, kind of knowing when when to kind of you know um, throw it away or something. So because you can't take that sack, you can't turn the ball over. Um, sometimes on third down, it's it's okay to, to try and extend and those types of things. But it's something that um, it's a case by case example, and I'm going to keep learning uh, throughout my whole career. Okay. Thank, Thank you guys. You.